Hi, it's Alan Gibbs again, and it's that time of the week yet again. And welcome to my podcast entitled Christ Matters. This is episode five. If you followed last week's episode, you will already be aware that at the end of it, I had just been to church for basically the very first time. As I said before, I had previously only attended hatches, matches and dispatches and never been to church for any personal commitment regarding following a faith of any kind. That said, as we got to the end of the service, I chatted briefly to a few people and realised that there was so much love within the congregation. At that point, I wasn't sure if it was a love generated purely amongst themselves or whether it had anything to do with the love of God. But nevertheless, I felt I may return the following week, although I was unsure of any firm convictions as to what I expected to receive or achieve by exploring this path any further. However, I decided it was at least worth one more visit. Fast forwarding a week, and of my own will I decided to sit elsewhere in the church, so that I could interact with other members of the congregation enabling me to start conversations with people I hadn't met before and this allowed me to hear many other stories of their having followed their own faith journeys. My wife also attended with me on this occasion. She had been working on the previous Sunday so was unable to join me. But she has always supported me in whatever decisions I have made both as an individual and as a couple and I remain so indebted to her for her unfailing love and support over the last 48 years. When we reached the end of the service, we decided to stay for a coffee, and a lady called Bronya approached us, and after a few minutes introduced us to Tom Collins, who has since become her husband. I was fascinated with the story of his journey to faith, especially as he came from what I classed as a normal background and had not, as I envisaged everyone else there to be, come from a middle to upper class background who were essentially born into a life of religious belief. It took some considerable time before I came to the realisation that God's people are a hugely diverse group of people all with a common bond of fellowship and belief, and their individual testimonies as to their personal reasons for being on this spiritual journey are so many and so varied that I had no option but to question my own unbelief and to look at the profound effects that belief in the eternal love and faithfulness of God for those of us that choose to follow him can have on how we live and how we interact with our fellow man. During my conversation with Tom, he obviously picked up on the fact that I was ever curious about the idea of learning about, and perhaps even trying to follow in some way, this spiritual journey that I seemed so intent on taking, that he invited me to his home weekly over the next few weeks so we could share my thoughts 
and his answers to the many questions I had. And I remain indebted to him for starting me on a correct and straight path towards spiritual enlightenment through the teachings and sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Before, during and after each of these sessions, he prayed with me and for me and for himself too, so that what he was teaching me was a very truthful, gospel-based teaching, for which I am eternally grateful. At an early stage within these meetings, he gave me a book entitled Basic Christianity, written by John Stott, and in it was a prayer for Jesus to come into my life and effectively to create within me a new person with a different outlook on life and faith. And I started praying this prayer over and over again, every day, many times each day, still desperate for some form of revelation and change. That change came, dare I say, very dramatically for me a few more weeks later, when Tom told me of an upcoming visit to Hope Baptist Church of an evangelist named Eric Delve, who was to give an afternoon talk on spiritual warfare, and Tom thought it may be useful for me to attend, which I duly did. Halfway through the afternoon, Eric was walking down the central aisle of the church, while still talking, when he suddenly stopped and looked me straight in the eye, pointed at me and asked my name. When I told him it was Alan, he said, Alan, God has a special plan for you. I don't know what it is, but I know he has a plan for you. Well, you could have blown me over with a feather. Here was a total stranger telling me that someone I had never believed in, believed in me. When his talk was over, he invited people forward if they wished to be anointed. And I was up like a shot shaking with emotion. When I approached him, Andrew Gardner introduced me as a new member of the congregation and Eric walked to one side and returned with a small wooden box in which was a Roman nail from the same era and of the same type that was used to nail Jesus to the cross. And he asked me if I would hold it whilst he said prayers over me. I was so overcome with the emotion stirred up, I could not stop the tears flowing as I thought of my recently departed mother and what might she make of everything that was happening to me now. As this particular day was drawing to a close, I was wondering to myself whether I was using all that was happening as a crutch in some way to support me through the difficulty of dealing with my mother's death. I'll be totally honest at this point and state that this possibility has crossed my mind, not only on that occasion, but several since. Until that is that I finally realised that all this has been God ordained and I am so thankful to his divine intervention in my life. After a good night's sleep when I awoke, I just felt a different person. I felt really calm, really serene, with what seemed like an aura of peace and love surrounding and infiltrating my whole being. Overnight, unconsciously, I stopped swearing, 
as a lorry driver for many years, swearing was my second language. And I just felt so different. So that's my journal insight for this week. And hope, hopefully we'll carry on a bit more during episode six. I also hope in the near future to enhance this podcast further by in introducing some guests and guest thoughts and some more in-depth topics within Christianity and how the teachings of the Holy Bible are still so relevant in today's world, as well as continuing with some added poetry. My Bible verse of choice this week is taken from the ESV John chapter 3 verses 16 to 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. My poem this week is entitled A Mere Chance and I hope you enjoy it. I watch the sunrise each morning replacing the dark serenity of light with an ascending majesty of brilliance as the world awakens to a new dawn. I watch the trees dance in the breeze as the birds elegantly pirouette across the sky. I watch the grass as it gently sways to and fro, softly caressing the rays of sunshine which pierce the sky like golden shards of glass. Flowers glow with radiant colours like candles flickering in the wind. I watch the rain fall like droplets of pearl as if quenching the thirst of this Mother Earth. I watch the twilight as it descends, like a silken shroud filtering the light. I watch the darkness of night envelop all, stabbed by the light of countless stars, and the contours of the Earth silhouetted against a crescent moon. When I look at all the beauty of this world, can I afford to dismiss it? as a mere chance. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks for joining me once more. And I look forward to meeting with you again. God bless you all.